When it comes to cyber attacks, the attackers are more sophisticated and so are their strategies. How can organizations best manage their risks? Hi, this is Tom Field, Vice President of Editorial with Information Security Media Group. I'm speaking today with Tom Kellerman. He's the Chief Cybersecurity Officer with Trend Micro. Tom, it's a pleasure to be speaking with you. Thank you for your time. Tom, when you look at the latest tactics, what are you seeing from attackers in terms of their strategic and tactical shifts, and where do you see Trend Micro addressing these shifts? So first and foremost, the adversary in today's environment, whether it be a criminal, a hacktivist, or a nation state, have greater reconnaissance and a greater understanding of your virtual supply chain. And so they're conducting what's called island-hopping attacks to leverage attacks against weaker elements of your supply chain, whether it's your outside general counsel, that law firm, or whether it's the PR or marketing firm that you depend upon, or whether it's the managed service provider or cloud service provider. They're understanding your environment. They understand who your partners are, and they're targeting that through the use of island hopping. In addition, mobile malware has exploded, and there's more and more capabilities that are being endowed upon the adversary so that they can automate attacks against both Apple and Android devices. And then lastly, watering hole attacks and associated clickjacking and the compromise of websites and specific pages within websites have become hostile to users has become a very troubling phenomenon, especially in North America. So, Tom, when we talk about things like island hopping, clickjacking, watering hole attacks, there can be a perception that targeted attacks are a technology problem. Explain why they really are a strategic business problem that need to be elevated to business leaders. That's a great point. So if you think about the concept of island hopping and you look at the recent target breach, you can understand that it was a mismanagement of the vendor, a lack of segregation of networks, a lack of a limitation of privileges, a lack of testing to understand the attack paths that were viable from that vendor into that network. The target breach really illustrated their unexpected and unintended consequences, which can include strategic impacts from costs to risks to professional impacts to the careers of the executives. I'll give you some examples. Strategic impacts. There's a tremendous issue related to headline risk, that your reputation of your organization and the reputational risk of your organization is inherently dependent upon proper cybersecurity and proper cybersecurity risk management. There's the theft of intellectual property. There's the deterioration or loss of intangible assets from the market to the customer to the customer's information to the operational expertise and practices that you endow. And then there's the erosion of market value. As you can see, not just from the shareholder value, but the market value of the brand itself. Tom, you have the opportunity to speak to lots of business and technology leaders. What do you see among them as the biggest misperception about how to address targeted attacks? Well, the greatest misperception is that <laughs> there is an over-reliance on technology and perimeter defense. There is not an overarching increase in situational awareness where you need to expect to be hit, prepare to survive, to improve incident response plans, but most importantly, to understand that time will be of the essence. And when it comes to target attacks, you need to know where, when, and how you're being attacked and understand what the objectives might be. Um, we have to understand that it goes beyond your web and your email vectors alone. You need to truly worry about that supply chain, that virtual supply chain, whether it's your cloud, whether it's your outside general counsel or your public relations and marketing firm. In addition, you need to fundamentally recognize and appreciate that the adversary could already very well be within your systems. The paradigm itself has to shift. 
one less geared towards that of building a fortification around your infrastructure, and one more towards increasing the level of discomfort of someone who might already be in your house. So from an architectural perspective, shifting it towards a risk management approach, which is more like that of the development of a supermax prison than that of creating a fortress around your data. So, Tom, where's Trend Micro fit into this this prison? In other words, how are you positioned to help organizations better detect and respond to these targeted attacks and fortify the defenses? Well, Trend Micro has made a tremendous investment of close to a billion dollars over the last six years alone in advanced threat detection and breach detection systems capabilities, which are based upon our significant investment in personnel. We have over 1,200 dedicated threat researchers well-positioned around the world, speaking 46 languages, that give you 360 degrees of visibility into the latest attacks and attacker activity specific to industry and specific to your own organization, your enterprise or network. We provide this capability through single low-cost appliances, but most importantly, we provide you with the capacity to anticipate and predict attacks as they occur in the wild because we've created something called a smart protection network. It's a cloud-based big data analytic network that feeds intelligence from our threat researchers, from our big data analytics, to the products and to the platforms that secure your enterprise today. Tom, I want to ask you about a couple of recent projects, and one is some research you commissioned with the Harvard Business Review. What can you tell us about that research and the results, please? Well, first and foremost, I think the research was a testimony to the reality that organizations must address target attacks as a strategic imperative. This is a risk management issue that needs to be elevated beyond the level of the CIO to the general counsel's office, to the CFO, and the CEO themselves. The top concerns from targeted attacks from the study were illustrated by potential brand damage, loss of revenue, damage to professional reputation, and unfavorable publicity and loss of intellectual property and stock value. To this view, 71% of decision makers were not fully comprehending the extent for which a problem being a barrier to the funding of the chasm between potential impact and desired action, not truly comprehending that an investment in cybersecurity is for the greater good and sustainability of operations of that organization. Tom, it strikes me as a strong message that this research is, is coming from Harvard Business Review because it's got instant credibility with exactly the type of people you want to reach. What kind of response did you see from them? It's been mixed. Um, I think that Truly, organizations and senior executives need to be of the mindset that plausible deniability is dead, that criminal negligence and the lack of due diligence in cyber um, are, are here, that you're seeing more of plaintiffs and, and more litigious behavior on the part of law firms to, to go after, essentially, folks that have relied upon plausible deniability for years. And, and there's no longer the scapegoat effect of where you could rely upon just the concept of I didn't know it could happen, and if it did happen, then I can just blame it on one person in the organization. The entire C-level needs to be responsible for managing risk in today's environment. And when 98% of your operations are running through the virtual environment that is cyberspace, everyone's job is to sustain that and manage that risk. Tom, shifting gears just a bit, a bit, a little bit here, what can you tell me about recent results from the NSS Labs breach detection test? It was the first objective study to be conducted on the future of breach detection systems and next-generation platforms. I think what's illustrated within the study is that web and email threats are not the only threats that need to be prevented in today's target attack uh, phenomenon. You know, the key takeaways from the NSS Labs report were 
to be quite frank, and I'm proud to say this, Deep Discovery, our breach detection system, received the highest security effectiveness rating. And that's due to our investment, but also due to the fact that Deep Discovery is powered by those threat researchers. And it gives you 360 visibility into the threat landscape. So no longer are you just understanding that someone is in your house, but you're understanding how that relates to the outside world and how that relates to the van that's parked across the street. In addition, the Deep Discovery had the second lowest cost of ownership in total. And in fact, because it was more advanced, it allowed you visibility and situation awareness across over 83 different protocols, including mobile and including your supply chain as a whole. And I will reiterate this. With capabilities and product sets like FireEye, you need to understand they are significantly limited in their capacity to defend you for two reasons. Two reasons alone. One, they don't give you advanced visibility across over eight different protocols, which limit you to just the purview of the web and email. Two, when they terminate the command and control of the adversary, they're not fully appreciating that it's not just about one command and control within these enterprises when these compromises occur. That's like assuming that someone broke into your house and because you, you, you've shunned them from your household, but there weren't two individuals that actually cased your house. The phenomenon here is you must have greater understanding of the lateral movement of adversaries when they are within your network or within your supply chain in order to truly eradicate the infestation that is being perpetuated by targeting attacks. Well, good. That's a good overview on what Deep Discovery does and how it addresses the threats and the attacker behavior. But give me a sense of what your customers are telling you about Deep Discovery. What do they like about it, and even what do they find challenging? Well, you know, essentially they love the fact that it can be integrated with uh, numerous SIMs out there and provide them with advanced visibility into what is occurring inside their perimeter and how that relates to the outside world. They love the fact that they're getting broad detection on a single affordable appliance, and they appreciate the fact that this appliance is correlating activity to allow them to anticipate the fifth and sixth stages of attack. You know, many of these capabilities out there do give you no foresight into the visibility of how the attacker or the kill chain will evolve once they're already inside of you. Because remember, a breach detection system in and of itself is one that is alerting you that you have a problem now within your enterprise. Understanding how that problem will metastasize is fundamental to your success. Tom, I've got to play CFO's advocate here for a second. You know, in many cases, when you're investing in security, it's a, it's a rip and replace as opposed to being able to leverage existing investments. How can organizations leverage their existing security investments with deep discovery? Well, you know, simplistically, you need to appreciate the whole mission of Trend Micro in that we, we as a company, build platforms. We do not just put widgets together. Um, we are focused on creating interdependent platforms that can provide you with the next generation advanced threat detection and response to these types of capabilities. There's no need to rip and replace our capability sets because they interoperate not only with ourselves, but through various partnerships that we have, for example, with the SIM community, with QRadar, with ArcSight, with Splunk, and to endow you greater visibility into the nature of attacks and to be able to increase your level of time which is fundamental for incident response. Time is the enemy here. Time, if not manipulated properly, incident response in itself can create a metastasis of a situation where your reputational risk will grow every day that you cannot respond to a situation. So again, to play CFO's advocate, you say time is the enemy, the CFO will say cost is the enemy. How do you help deliver a manageable total cost of ownership? 
Well, we provide the best and broadest detection on, on a single affordable appliance. You know, unlike others who charge recurring access fees, we provide you with, with what we believe to be is the best correlated threat intelligence in the business for no additional cost. As demonstrated by the NXS lab study, we're easy to install and administer, but, but least of all, we play well with others in terms of sharing insights into our target attacks and advanced threats. And that's demonstrative on how we work well with other SIMs and how we work well with other advanced threat capabilities. Tom, as you said up front, the bottom line is about managing risk. If you could boil it down to a single piece of advice for security leaders to deliver to their business leaders, to their boards, about how they can improve risk management, what's the advice you offer? To improve risk management, one needs to attain greater visibility as to the target attacks that are impacting your organization. As your brand increases in value and posterity, you will be targeted by elite hacker crews. Securing both your customer base and your supply chain will be an imperative, and deploying breach detection systems and the application of threat intelligence will really be the determinant of how you can sustain your brand and your reputation in 2014. Tom, as always, I appreciate your time and your insight. Thank you so much for your, your thoughts today. Thank you. Stay safe online. We've been talking about sophisticated attackers and their shifting strategies. I've been talking with Tom Kellerman, Chief Cybersecurity Officer, with Trend Micro. For Information Security Media Group, I'm Tom Field. Thank you very much.